<laughs> Hello everybody. Hello. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And uh, welcome back to the Germinating podcast. <laughs> This is episode number one. Um, we should title it. We should title it. I feel like I was thinking about titling it afterwards. Like, you know, talk about what we talk about and then see how, how the oh, conversation goes. Like, like if, if, if we pull any quotes out, you know. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Any good quotes or something? Yeah, we'll take them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the beginning of the podcast. Um, a lot of people have been asking me, "What does germinating mean?" Um, because what does germinating? It, it is a little mean, bit. Of, uh, <laughs> okay, don't talk like that. Why? <laughs> I, if you can't tell, we're both a little bit nervous. It is the first yeah. episode. Um, one of us came a little bit more prepared than the other one. Uh, Shut <laughs> no, I did that on purpose. Don't blame him. I did that on purpose. I told him it was casual, and then I dressed up in a suit just to ho, ho- him. Um, oh, that's another thing. Uh, this will be a clean podcast. Um, oh. Yeah, just for now. Because uh, there, there's going to be multiple sections. We'll have a um, comedy podcast or like a comedy section. Where okay, it's you okay. were already a little unclean. Yeah, yeah, but like that's not that bad. So it's okay. okay. It's okay. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, germinating. We're already getting off Germinate. topic. Okay, germinating. So what do you think it means? What I think germinating means? Yeah. Just um, off of what you know already know about the word. What I'm guessing, it means like, I don't know if it's the same thing, but you know, like bees fly around, they land on flowers and they like bzz, bzz, into a flower and then those flowers produce things. Yes. So yeah, that's kind of the idea behind this. It's um, topics, you know, we build on little topics that are like, oh, we build on little topics that um, that are passed to us by your sheet of paper. And <laughs> that's it. That's pretty good, but... Not quite. I think you mean pollinating. You got the oh word. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, what you're I meant. an idiot. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, the word you're thinking of is pollinating. Uh, the word germinating uh, refers to a. It's like a seed. Whenever seed first sprouts, and it's like starts uh, begins to grow, the seed is germinating. So the reason I named the podcast uh, germinating or germinating with me or germinating with Samir, or however I have it labeled. Um, is because I want this podcast to be about growth. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, like my growth, like in my life, and other people's growth, and how to grow more, because I feel like my mentality... How to germinate. Yeah, exactly, how to germinate. I feel like my mentality throughout life has been more of like a growth mentality. I feel like when bad things happen to me, I just think of them as, as an opportunity to learn, or opportunity to get better, and when good things happen, I just reflect on what I did good so I can keep doing it. Um, and I feel like a lot of people don't share that same sentiment. That's true. I don't, so, think, I don't think I share that kind of sense. I think I do. Like, I think I like growing and all that. But I think whenever bad things happen, I kind of just, kind of just stop caring. You know? Interesting. We'll, we'll come back to that thought. <laughs> Table that. We'll come back to that. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is just because this is the first episode, um, the initial inspiration for this podcast, well, not the initial inspiration, but the spark really um, was from our good friend Zahra. Because the other day, <clears throat> I was in a coffee shop with Hania and with Zahra, uh, and we were like trying to motivate Hania to, I don't know, be more disciplined and like get her life together and, you know, the normal, the normal stuff. motivate Hania? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Um, and, uh, and I, I don't know, we finished, we were talking and everything, and Zahra looked at me and she was like, she's like, Samir, you're really motivational, you shouldn't make a podcast. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. Because I've been thinking about it, I've been wanting to make a podcast like since high school like forever and now i feel like i have no excuse not to so may as well so uh you know the whole uh, so the initial spark was from like growth like you know trying to get someone to 
be more disciplined and like motivate them into entering the next chapter of their lives, um, of their life. So that kind of sparked the name for this and the whole idea, the whole concept behind this podcast. But yeah, enough about the name. Uh, if you have any more questions about the name, please uh, <laughs> please put them in the comment section. <laughs> or uh, if you're on Spotify, uh, in the Q and A section. There's a Q and A section. There's a Q and A section. Yeah, it's really cool. I didn't know that it exists. I can. Well, okay, I can ask a question. Other people answer it, but I think you'll fi- just find a way. Find a way to ask me, and I'll, yeah, I'll elaborate more. <laughs> okay. Um, or just DM me or whatever. Just text me if you have my number, and I won't text you back. But I'll just ma- I'll I'll reaffirm it in the next podcast. Um, but yeah, what we, you were saying something earlier. I, t- I thought I told you to table. Um, I wanted to come back to it. It was about it was, it was about how we view our bad situations. Mm. How you grow from your bad situations and how I, or you like to grow. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. sometimes yeah. Not, not, not perfect. perfect. But, um, and then how I like to, I feel like at the end, I end up growing from it. But my mindset in it is kind of just like, I'm going to just let it pass. It's like, it's like I can't really control it. I don't really care. Kind of how. Interesting. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Yeah. Um, like, what do you think shaped you potentially into just into a, a place where you into a place where your best defense against something bad is just to stop caring? That's a good question. Thanks. Um, <laughs> shut up. Let me first think. question of the podcast. <laughs> first question. Oh, okay. Wait. Before we start. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, yes. Uh, Go ahead. Let me introduce myself. Oh, I forgot to. Yes, I, I forgot. To yeah, yeah. My bad. This. My bad. Okay. Hello, I'm Ayan. I am. Last name. I'm Ayan Raja. Occupation. I, I work as at a boba shop. <laughs> okay. Um, I go to University of Houston. I'm, uh-huh. Wow, I'm giving away all of my. Yep. What's your social security number? I actually know. That's why I say. It. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. I'm pretty much his brother. We've been friends Basically. for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here. How and old I'm, are you? Oh, I'm 18. So yeah, so I'm since, of age since you. What do you mean by that? Um, but since he was a toddler, um, I am 20 years old. So yeah, mm-hmm. our entire lives pretty much we live in the same neighborhood. So 15 you know, years. Yeah, long. That's a long. Well, long this time. is the 15th year, but still. The 15th year, yeah, but still a long time. And um, you said you go to University of Houston. What's your major? Um, <laughs> I don't really know yet. <laughs> but I'm kind of figuring it out. Sir, what's your major? Comes on. Yeah. Yes, I'm a computer science major. How's your comp say classes going? You know, not bad, actually. Pretty good. Really? Pretty good, yeah, yeah. Uh, Better than before. Me too. I dropped comp site last semester. Yeah, but you know, now you... Happens. Happens, exactly, happens. happens. Um, But now you're doing... You're on the MIS track, correct? Inshallah. Inshallah, that's the plan. But yeah, this is Ayan. I'm Ayan. Okay, let's go back to uh, our... Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, just had to get that out of the way. What prompted me to stop caring mm-hmm. or default to stop caring in bad situations? Um, I think this occurred from... I think it occurred from caring too much. Mm. I think that's how everything started. I think... Elaborate. Uh, I am elaborating, but you cut me off. <laughs> yep, I like to do um, that. Yeah, kind of controlling the situation, sir. That's kind of the whole point. Okay, yes. Um, but like, I feel like any bad situation that has um, came into my life, I've sort of, one thing I do is I kind of self-isolate. I don't really like go to my friends often. I don't really talk to anyone about it. Other than like a select few, like recently I've started opening up more. Most of the time it's just, just, the, me, just the me thing, you know? And um, I kind of like, 
I felt like I would try to fix all the situations on my own and it wouldn't end up working. So instead of going to my friends and asking for help about it, my next, my next response was just let it pass, let it happen. Don't really care about it anymore. Whatever happens, happens, you know, like it, one thing that I always think about, it's probably unhealthy, but it won't matter in a year. It won't matter in five years and 10 years. None of this will affect me anymore. It's just, you know, something of this time. Very interesting. I don't think that's completely unhealthy. I think saying that, that it won't matter in a certain amount of time, I don't think that's necessarily an unhealthy thing. I think if it's your knee-jerk response, it is probably not the best thing. But I think I think it is an important thing to think about sometimes, especially if you're feeling like very overwhelmed or like if you're in a very deep or like very dark place at the time, then thinking that, okay, it will get better. Like I haven't, I have almost a guarantee that it will get better because in 10 years, it's like, okay, like my boyfriend and girlfriend broke up with me like in 10 years, I'm not going to care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I think it is still a useful uh, like tactic to help yourself feel better. But I mean, knee-jerk response, yeah, probably not the best thing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So right, what prompts you for your growth? What prompted you to get to that stage? Hmm. Honestly, I think, alhamdulillah, I have been very, very lucky with my, um, I guess, upbringing is the best way to put it um i think i had a very loving and supporting family from early stages and they encouraged me to learn i think is the most important thing is from the beginning because i am the youngest child and my brother okay so my brother is seven years older than me and my sister is nine years older than me so i was like really just like the the baby of the house Mm -hmm. so by the time i was coming around and i was like learning stuff like everyone was already in middle school high school whatever like they'd already figured out a good chunk of their lives so <clears throat> I think for a lot of my younger portions of my life, they were kind of like, okay, like he's good. Like I don't have to worry about all these other random things that they had to worry about. Like, you know, struggling for money. Like, alhamdulillah, I'm very thankful for that. But, like, I don't have to worry about all these other things. So let's just turn Samir into the best possible version of himself that he can be. So I think a lot of that just comes from being spoiled <laughs> at a young age and having just the ability to not have to worry about anything else except for my own personal growth. And I, I mean, I know that that, that 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 isn't something that everybody comes to. Like, not everyone comes to that conclusion that's in my position. But I don't know. I just feel very lucky. I feel like it's specifically my parents and my siblings that have, like, kind of ingrained that into me, into making me feel like um, I just need to worry about being my best possible version of myself. Like, I don't have to worry about taking care of other people. I don't have to worry about anything else like that. Like, it's just, hey, Samir, the best thing you can do for us is be the best version of yourself. So I think, you know, I think most of that comes from that. And then also, I think uh, it was reaffirmed definitely with, you know, just like difficulties that I've had in my life um, in terms of like, I'll have a difficulty. And then the first time I respond to it will be in a negative way. And it'll be like, hey, this is the worst thing ever. It's just tearing me apart, like completely breaking me down. And then eventually, you know, with time, you you get over it and you you learn from it. And then I think back and I say like, okay, like, Hey, like this is what happened like uh, maybe I could have done that better this is maybe a better way to think about things like I would just analyze myself I think the best way to put it self-reflection um, and then as more things happened I would kind of get into this pattern of like um, my first response isn't like okay well first response is kind of always emotion but I mean like my first res- my my second third response aren't going to continue being emotion they're going to start being rational thinking okay like how can I what can I actually do to fix the situation? What can I actually do to make myself feel better? I think a lot of that comes also from just understanding myself a little bit more. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. I'm kind of just rambling. Um, 
that's another problem that I have, which is why I'm on the podcast. So I can I mean, just talk forever. What if it's not a problem? What if all these people come to hear about everything I want to talk about, all the thoughts inside your head? That's a very good point. I didn't think about that. Thank you. You make me feel better about my Maybe rambling. they like like they come to germinating with Samir to germinate with Samir. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that was so tough. Yeah, that's why that's why we keep around. That's why we have you here. Um but yeah. The one reason. Yeah. <laughs> the one reason. But to to conclude my thought on that was just that like I think um I think a lot of it comes from first realizing um that there is an issue or, or like there is a mistake or there is something wrong. It's like, hey, I can do better. And then what comes after that is just how do I do better? So first identify the problem, figure out the steps to uh solving this problem, and then proceed through the steps. And, you know, practice, 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 and you get into that kind of mindset where it's like, you know, you feel better about things. You feel better. I think you feel better about everything. I think that's how I'd put it. I feel better about the good things and I and I feel better about the bad things. That's a good that's a good thought process. Thank you. Um any more thoughts on that? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. I am going to move on to my <clears throat> my notes here. I did give you, give you these ahead of time to prepare a little bit. I don't know how much you really did prepare. Yes, you are welcome to grab your phone if you would like to see your notes. The first question that I'm going to ask you is, this one's going to throw you off a little bit because you think I'm going to go in order. I'm not going to go in order. Is what is male confidence? And I wrote that very specifically, male confidence. Male confidence. That's honestly a good question. I really don't know how I feel how I feel about that question. What, what comes to your sorry, go ahead. No, you can I was like, what comes to your mind first when you hear those words? Male confidence. First the first thing that comes to my mind is guys getting into the gym. I don't know why that's the first thing. <laughs> it just like Okay. I feel I feel like that's where most guys build their confidence. And a lot of the time it's like in my head, in in my friends, in everyone that I've known about. It's always like guys who get into the gym and later they feel a lot more confident about their body, about themselves, about everything. They're they're healthier, the face gets better, they you know, everything. Mm. And I feel like that's a very big like it's like one of the few stronger parts of male confidence. Just how guys think about their body, how all of that. I definitely agree with that. But um well not but, but I definitely agree with it. My follow up question to that is why do you think it's the gym? Because I agree with you, I, it definitely, definitely is the gym. Most guys, when build, trying to build the confidence, it is the gym is their first um, place to go to. But why do you think it is the gym? Because I, I feel like it's such a specific thing. Like I'm not sure I could think of something for girls that would be like, oh, this is the one thing they they oh, basically all do, or not all, but you know, not to generalize, but like it, that I can't think of one specific thing that comes to mind that that makes me feel like okay, this is the way girls build confidence. But for guys, it's very obvious. It's it's the gym, almost mm-hmm. every time. Um, I think it's because of of like a few reasons. One, because it's just a stereotype at this point. It just it just all guys that you see who are more confident are usually more in the gym. Not not like all again, not generalizing, but mm. most on TikTok and social media and everything. Most of what guys would post is them in the gym, of them being confident with their bodies and stuff. So, so guys who are like, oh, like what can I do to build this confidence? They would their default thought in the head is oh i'm gonna go get into the gym i'm gonna go work on my body and work on myself you know mm. so you think there's sort of a societal pressure so you think that there's a, f- a few people did it at first and then they kind of had this appearance online where it's like okay i'm jacked and i'm very confident so people see that correlation and they relate it with causation and they think okay so if i want to be confident in society i need to be jacked 
I think it also has to do with male gaze and female gaze. Mm. Like um, elaborate. So I'm elaborating. <laughs> um, I just like saying so, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like male gaze, for example, like okay, there's all like like male gaze. They, it's like it's like oh, most men. I am generalizing here. Stereotypically, most men they they want they want to push the most weight. They want the bigger muscles. They want abs. They want all of this. They want to be the fittest, the most athletic athletes. They want to be good at sports. All of this, and all of this stems from the gym. Once you start working on your body for to become more athletic, to become more fit, more jack, to gain, to get abs, to lift more weight, it all stems from the gym. So and then, like this helps like with males with their own confidence, you know. So um. But I feel like female gaze, it's less of like, I feel like they see it as less of a of a requirement. Like, oh, you don't have like guys don't have to get into the gym. Like, obviously, there's some girls who are like, oh yeah, I like a guy with with abs. Two dudes talking about what girls want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. But this yeah, is this is continue. You know, from a very uneducated standpoint, because biased maybe is a better word. Unbiased? No, no, biased. Oh, biased. Yeah, I don't think you're uneducated. I think we're just biased as dudes. I mean, on female thoughts, I feel like we're uneducated because yeah, we don't know what to think. We don't know how. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> um, but I feel like that's a good way of looking at it. Like guys, guys default to the gym. They default to working on the body, working on how they look, how they present themselves. Hmm. That's a very interesting take because that is not what I meant when I wrote down male confidence. But oh. yeah, that's not what I meant. But actually, I wrote it down very um, vaguely because I wanted to see what your thoughts would be. Um, but I do like that because I didn't even think about that male confidence. Like, where does male confidence come from? I didn't even. That wasn't my initial thought. My initial thought is that, or was that, which well is because currently is that thought. Anyways, um, yeah. is that all men? Again, another generalization, but all men inherently have this built-in confidence to do specific things so to elaborate on that <laughs> it's like elaborate yes <laughs> to elaborate on that it's like a very specific thing it's like whenever you ask like when you look at two dudes and you're just like which one you guys think would would, would, would win in a fight every single time every single time there's always some level of i mean i don't know if i would call it ego or arrogance or confidence i don't know what the exact correct word to use is here i think it depends on the person definitely um I mean, a lot of people will, will of course, be like, oh, of course he'll win. Like, just look at him. He's bigger. He's taller. Whatever. He's he's you know he's a fighter. He'll win. But there is like a like a like a deep thing where it's like, like I feel like it's just built in. It's like, oh, I want to win. So it's like I feel like I should win. It's like I feel like I have because I know what I'm capable of. And I don't necessarily know what they're capable of. I feel like I have the advantage, or I feel like I would win. So I mean, that was my initial thoughts. But what do you think about that? Um, I feel like I wasn't really thinking about that at all. I feel like that's a good mm. take on this. And the first thing that came to mind whenever um, you said that was I saw this TikTok. I don't know if it was a TikTok or a study or anything, but it was something about how guys in a fight, for example, they they um, they think of themselves in the head 40 times better than they could actually mm. produce. Like, for example, in a fight between me and you, he's a lot more built than I am. So like, but I feel like stand a little bit of a chance but again i think that's just ego i don't think like genuinely i don't think i would win a I fight mean, against you are him. taller and you have more range okay well see now now we're getting into this like <laughs> okay but like, if someone is my height and jacked my like 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 my thoughts are oh m like maybe i can win but genetically like logically i shouldn't be winning unless it's some sort of like training level or some some mistakes or something but like like just because of 
how someone's built, how much weight they can push. Um, their stats. Their stats. stats. That's a good example. Their stats. Um, like that's what creates all of this competition, and that's what creates like level of ego that a lot of guys have. Hmm. Very interesting. So you said what was it? You said forty times. I don't know. So something with the four is either forty or four hundred. I feel like four hundred is a really yeah, big number. Is, is so a I crazy number. Four, four or forty, something around there. Very interesting. I'm not actually sure, but, but I've seen something like that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, yeah, yeah. I definitely see that. I definitely agree with that. I think another thing too is, it's not necessarily just like fighting. I feel like this kind of confidence goes with, um, and, and honestly, I can't really pinpoint. I can't truly say where it comes from, but it's like, for example something intellectual or something strategic for example like surviving the zombie apocalypse people love to be like oh like i totally like i would be so good at that yeah that makes- and oh another thing actually that i want to mention is that i don't think this is specifically a male thing i think females also have this females i shouldn't say females i think women women um respectable women well damn it <laughs> oh <laughs> what a great start um, to the first episode um <clears throat> we'll fix that in post um i think women also have <laughs> okay yeah that's okay um i think women also have that sort of confidence but i don't think it's as as strong as the male confidence which is why i wrote down male confidence um I, again so like the zombie apocalypse thing like a strategic thing like chess men just think that they're better at chess now there is a little bit of things there's a little bit of like like i guess i don't know what the right word is debate maybe um back and forth with chess because people know like if you have chess experience or like if you study the game or stuff like that but two people who have never had any experience with chess both of them i feel like will would feel like they would win against the other person yeah that makes sense and uh yeah so like i think strategic things intellectual things i think things of physical capabilities i think the only thing where uh we as men don't have that kind of confidence is emotional things i think we 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 know like okay we're just that's just not our thing we're just not good at that i feel like that's the one thing that we'll um kind of give to the other person basically every time um any more thoughts about that um i was thinking about whenever you said chess i feel like i feel like chess isn't a i feel like like i feel like the example works but i don't think that's like the best example i think the best example for example a zombie apocalypse or uh who's most like survive on an island on their own uh or like who can make a raft the best you know all of this that stems from like i feel like guys focus a lot more on their physical on like their physical attributes much more than their emotional or like like even intellectual attributes they're less they're less inclined to um oh, i got to check that real quick oh okay <laughs> oh. Leave this here. Sorry, talking to both mics okay <laughs> Okay, well, um, we're having an intermission right now, so I shall sing for you guys. Sing? No, oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't sing. I cannot sing. Nah, you got it now. You're on the spot. You, I need you to sing right now. Give me a song. Uh, just choose one. Your favorite song. I don't know. Pick one that you feel inclined. Who was in Paris? Who was in Paris? Okay. I don't know. Um, what about? I mean, are you really gonna do it? Sing? Yeah. No, I wasn't gonna sing. Oh, man, you got me all excited for nothing. 
Okay. Maybe you should sing for us then. No. Uh, moving on. The next topic that I was thinking about here. Wait, is there any? Do you have any more thoughts about the male confidence topic? No, I have no more thoughts. Are you sure? No thoughts. Head empty. Okay, it's head empty. No thoughts, but that's okay. Head empty. No thoughts. Um, <laughs> now you just look like an idiot on the internet. Um, head empty. No thoughts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Male confidence. Uh, to summarize, what did we say? We said. Um, all men generally have this inherent feeling of confidence towards things that are physical capabilities, um, intellectual capabilities, strategic capabilities, um, not emotional capabilities. Not emotional. Um, we said this maybe comes from a innate survival instinct. I think uh, maybe even like a like a competitive thing with like. I feel like it's competition. It's also just. I feel like it just like I was saying a while earlier. Just um, reinforced by society. Society just. Everything just about competition, you know? Yeah. Who's the best at what? I think taking the nature side more of that and the nature versus nurture mm-hmm. kind of thing, I think there is something that could be said about, you know, maybe in terms of like hunter-gatherer times where it's like, okay, you got to compete for, I don't know, like <laughs> compete for food. Like there isn't a lot of food available. got to compete. And so you have that. I think maybe there is that innate feeling of like, I just need to be better than other dudes. And if you don't have that confidence, you won't be better than other dudes. So I think having that confidence it it, honestly in general i think it is a good thing i think it's better to have more confidence than less confidence now not overconfidence that's a different topic but i think it is better to have more than less um which i think most people would agree with um but yeah so we said uh there's the nature side of it maybe in terms of that kind of instinctual thing um but there's also the nurture side of it which you said uh like society kind of forms that around you getting into the gym male gaze all of this yeah and like from what you see online and from the people around you you see how they act and stuff like that um and uh yeah and we said there is a female aspect to it um but not nearly as as strong in terms of the physical uh maybe the intellectual honestly maybe some i mean yeah this is from our bias yeah our bias yes from the people people that we know um but yeah yes anyways in summary that was that was a summary okay next topic is i can't decide which one do you want to do from number one and number three what is three what is three three is how to be a sibling and what does it mean i don't like this topic i knew you wouldn't like this topic that's why i put it on here um i also (laughs) i thought it would be a good choice because you have lots of lots of them lots of siblings i do have lots of siblings name them right now in order i have my oldest sister her name is hanya she is the one that we mentioned earlier at the coffee shop yes samir's friends my sister his sister Technically, not really, but kind of. But basically. She's also 20. Mm-hmm. My little brother, we have a bit of a gap. He's 14. He's a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. My um, favorite. His favorite. His favorite. Um, and then I have my little sister. She is 11. Her name is Anaya. She's a little kid still, still going through the first stages of life. Dope. And then, I'm, as I mentioned earlier, I have, I am the youngest. I have one older brother. His name is Nabil. He is 27. Seven. I think he's 27. I'm 20. I think he's 27. But he turned 27 last year, the year that I turned. Yeah, he's 27. Okay, how did it? Okay, yeah. He's 27. Uh, I have an older sister whose name is Abir. Who, her, yes, yes, sorry. Her name is Abir, and she is 29. She's old as hell. Um, yeah, so my brother is... I don't know. He graduated MIS. He does. I don't even know what he does. It's consulting, data consulting, something like that. I don't. I have no clue. Um, and Abir is a resident 
well, yes, a doctor, but a resident uh, in Chicago. She does pediatrics. Um, I think she's still trying to figure out what her specialty is, but yeah, she's a doctor. And my brother does God knows what. Um, but <laughs> my brother lives with me, uh, him and his wife. Um, shout out Robert. Congratulations. They got married within the last year. I don't remember what month it was. It was, it was uh, November. November. They so got married in three, November. Three months ago. Three months ago. Oh, wait. Wow. Four months. Wait. If you include February, four Congratulations, months Congratulations, Nabil Anyways. and Bobbert. And Bobbert. Bob. <laughs> son of Bob. <laughs> she hates when I call her Robert, but I think it's just, Robert. I think it's just too funny. Um, and I think she'll, she'll come to enjoy it later. Um, anyways, uh, those are my siblings um, and your siblings. And the question is, how to be a sibling and what does it mean? Proceed. Okay, the first question, how to be a sibling. Um, that question has me thinking a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like... I feel like like just how to be a sibling on from like its base standpoint is just to first off you have to have a level of care that's just obvious i didn't have to mention this but i also feel like um it comes a lot from i feel like it i feel like each sibling is different on the level that they care like like some siblings for example um like like exact i wasn't there i wasn't there exactly whenever you were raised but I'm assuming that your siblings cared heavily for you and taught you a lot of a lot of things to do in life, especially your brother. You know, whenever you're old enough to shave, he taught you how to shave, or your father. I don't know. And then, um, and then some other siblings. Like for example, my sister. She was. She's not much older than me. So, uh, like, like our, our like dynamic. Our dynamics are a lot different. For example, like, like I'm I'm the second oldest child by two years. I'm off my sister and you are the youngest by nine years seven for my brother seven for my brother so our dynamics going up so our viewpoints on being siblings are quite very different so what is your take on i mean that's why i chose this question because i knew we'd have both have good experience with it and have different uh takes on it i think how to be a sibling like you said it does require some level of care um but i can't help but wonder if that care is nurtured from having a sibling so I don't know if that if you were just born with that care and you gotta keep it, or if you build that care from having, um, from having siblings. Because I have noticed, uh, especially with older siblings, they're very, I mean, generally more nurturing, more like a parental figure. Um, with like if you think about the older siblings, like in our group, they generally take on like more responsibility and they're more yeah, that's yeah true. like in that kind of sense. And I feel like that comes from just how they were brought up. Like I feel like having siblings it just affects your life so much and affects your personality so much. Um, but back to the question that well, the one time I actually caught myself and didn't digress that far, how to be a sibling. I think of course the roles are different. Your older sibling, middle, middle child, the youngest, whatever. But to be one, I think at like the fundamental level, like you just have to know how to love, I think. And yeah, you know how you need to know how to love. And I mean, we can elaborate on that, but elaborate. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, this is a big topic, how to love. Um, of course, people love in different ways, but I think just knowing just knowing that you love someone, like especially someone in your family, when you when you love them, especially in your, like when you're talking about someone in your family, 
you you just have this feeling inside. You can't describe it. Like you can't say that like, oh, I love them because this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. this, whatever. It's unconditional. You just they're my family, so I love them. Like there's no there's no explanation. There's nothing else that goes on there. And so when you have siblings, it's like you have unconditional love for them and they're your friend. Do you get what I'm saying? So Yeah, that makes sense. Especially if the age gap is a little bit closer. Um it's 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 how to it's like it's having a best friend that'll always be there and you love them and not that you can't love your best friends and they can't always be there for you but there's just something specifically intimate and special about being siblings. siblings yeah being siblings and um i encourage you if you have siblings to tell them that you love them um as soon as just possible it's actually something new i'm starting telling everybody that i love them um just to you know because you can never say it enough if you do truly yeah, love them you have something to tell me no uh anyways oh. <laughs> yes Ayan, i do love you i love you too as my brother yeah and as maybe as, yeah. whatever okay <laughs> um but yeah and that's what i think what it comes down to i think it's just love i think there's so many specifics that you could really get into it's like oh you got to do this you got to do this you got to teach them how to do this you got to nurture them you got to be the bully sometimes you got to be the parent sometimes whatever whatever but i think all of it it just boils down to just love um because if you love them you will take on that caring nurturing role if you need if you if it requ- if they require you to be that for them and if you're a younger sibling, you will uh, take in that love and you will become what they want you to become just because you love them. And I think the specifics of it really don't matter. I think um, like there isn't a, d- a definite way. Like There's no definition you can put to it. There isn't a way that I could define this to be like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this. You and you guys are now siblings. Like I think it's just love. Yeah. Okay. So um, what I was thinking about whenever you said that is our different like again, our different dynamics in friendship. Um, how what have you said? How siblings can also be like a best friend, but like they're always more than a best friend. But um, like for example, I think I'm a lot closer to my sister who is of two years older than me. I think I'm a lot closer to her than, for example, you and your older siblings mm-hmm. because of just that dynamic. My older sister, she cares for me a lot. She's 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 like a second mom, you know. She's very nurturing and all that. And then it's a lot different from me and my younger siblings. I don't um, like, like I'm less of a friend to my younger siblings and more of a older brother, older figure, role model. Like I, I try to be these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, may not be the best way, but you know, try to be. Um, I feel like it just differentiates from your dynamic. I think so too. Yeah, but I do also think some of it has to do with just their age because I think that's how it was a lot when I was younger. Um, like that's how my siblings looked at me because I mean they were in high school college and I was like in elementary school so it's like you know I think just the dynamic is different as you get older because once your age is kind of like like if you're 30 okay if you're 30 and your siblings like 35 there's no difference you guys are the same if you're 10 and 15 massive difference so uh I think just as you get older the dynamic does change I think for there was a good chunk of my life where my brother wasn't really present and I, and I do talk about talk a lot about my brother and like how much he's like influenced like um, my personality and like raising me and stuff like that but there was a good chunk of my life where he just wasn't there and like I I used to tell people well I didn't used to tell people but I used to think in my head that like I just didn't have a brother because I just I would never see him I would never interact with him I know that that's a very very painful thing for him um to because I, I I know he knows it um, and of course, you know, he's come back and he's made up for it more than made up for it. But, um, that's just one of those things where it's like, 
with age, it changes because as my brother got older and matured, he's like, hey, my family is important. I need to come back. I need to reconnect with my little brother. Um, and as I got older, I was able to better understand the things he was telling me and then understand how to um, have this dynamic with him. Um, and there is a difference still because he is seven years older than me. And there's just some things that I get that he doesn't. He gets that I don't. But I think as the ages, like as I get older, once I'm 30 and he's 37, I think we will be a lot more similar. Um, and I think the same thing would go for you once you yeah, guys Yeah, I think older. the same thing too. So um, also whenever you said like, like you guys were less interactive with each other, I think that's the same thing for me and my sister. Mm. So as kids, we were very close, obviously, because two year age difference, we were kind of the only friends we had. We were very close to each other. And then as we grew up, um, this one's partially my fault. Well, pretty much my fault. I kind of like, I kind of like isolated from most of the people in my life, you know? Not like most of the people, but like just, for example, my sister. Um, I didn't talk to her as much anymore, but it was kind of just like a growing stage of my life. And um, as, and like as things have like gone on, like once I'm actually older, more matured, and once I'm all of this, I've I've reconnected with my sister. Like even recently, like me and her, me and my sister have gone a lot closer. Alhamdulillah. Um, and and yeah, I don't know. It just I feel like it just comes with age and maturity. Like for example, me and my little brother, we aren't very close, but I still care for him just as much. And just in a bit, maybe whenever he grows up, and then we can start talking about our own things. We'll start having the same interests. All of this. I also wanna um take a moment to appreciate this man because. I don't know what I did. I'm scared. Okay, because while I wasn't as close to my sister and all throughout my life, Samir, germinating with Samir, he's <laughs> he's pretty much been, he's, I think of him less as a best friend kind of thing and more as an older brother figure. Like, like, like whenever I think about my guy best friends, for example, Samir doesn't really come to my mind because he's like, He's a, he's at like a undeniable level sitting right above a guy best friend, you know. It just it's inevitable. You're always there. You're always gonna be there. You make me cry. You should cry. On, that, on that the first episode of the podcast, host cries on first episode of podcast. <laughs> um, right back at you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but little brother. Yes, but little brother. Yes, of course. Sometimes, sometimes, no, not really. Yeah, no. as well. I say sometimes. I think of him as my little brother, but never. Yeah, never. <laughs> I never think he was my older brother. Yeah. Um, which is also why you're the first guest on the podcast, um, because you're a little special. I'm the most special. Yeah, a little special. Oh, no. I'm not a little special. Uh, huh? What? Who okay, but that? I'm not the favorite. You said my little brother was the favorite. I mean, it's just unbeatable. <laughs> you just cannot beat the goat. I'm sorry, yeah, Arham is just fair. the goat. Um, but yes. Uh, the original question was how to be a sibling and what does it mean? Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> we were kind of just talking, kind of forgot about it a little bit. Um, but I do want to come back to it. I want to ask you um, two things. The first thing is, of course, what does it mean to be a sibling? Now that we've defined what it is, what does it mean to you? Um, and the second thing is you were talking about how you're kind of in a stage. Well, I don't know if you'd call it stage, but uh, in a place maybe where with your younger siblings, you're more of like a role model type thing rather than like a best friend. And I wonder, when do you think, this is coming from a younger sibling, when do you think as an older sibling, you will start to um, kind of change that dynamic? Because I do think it is mostly up to you as the older sibling. Yeah, I agree. I do think it's up to me. And I feel like, like me and my brother have started getting a little more close. 
but I feel like it just comes with whenever they can understand like uh, not really real world things because again we're still young we still don't understand everything but more of like my thoughts more of like they're less just kids just sometimes they just don't understand they're very like dismissive about topics and stuff and whenever you're able to have these conversations with them like for example a good like I don't know when it's going to happen, but if we ever end up having like a very deep talk for a few hours, I feel like then my mentality on them will change. Mm. So I should try to be more best friend to them, but I feel like it just comes with time and maturity. As they mature, you just kind of let them in more. You kind of tell them how things are. Once they start understanding more of this modern society and less of like their home life. That's a really good way to put it. Um, <clears throat> and specifically what you said about the deep talks thing, I think I definitely resonate with that a lot because I think my brother and I had a seri- have had a series of specifically deep talks throughout our lives. And, and every time we have one, it like changes the game, like completely changes our, di- changes our, di- our, excuse me, our dynamic. And I think it does change me a lot. Um, just having those, those deep talks. Um, and it's actually something that I mentioned in my, um, in my wedding speech, uh, for his wedding it was, was, was the congratulations. Once again, <laughs> uh, was the deep talk thing because that was just such a big thing for me. Even though there's only there hasn't been more than five, definitely, um, but there were so like I don't know I even know how to explain it. They changed my life so much. Just the fact that they existed at all, at all, completely changed like the, tra- the trajectory of my life. So I feel like those were such important moments. And I guess my advice to you is once those moments come, like you got to take full advantage of them. Like I mean, cause those are defining moments. Like the things that you say. Once, because I don't know if you've had any. Have you had any deep talks yet, like that, of that with, nature? Um, not with my little sister. My oldest, with my oldest sister, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. And that's actually whenever we, we had a very deep talk one day, and this is where we decided to restart our like, like fake level of hatred. It was like, oh, you're annoying, you're annoying. It was more just, and now it's like in my head, I always tell her like, oh, we're homies now, you know, like mm-hmm. that's my homie. That's so cute. Yeah. Uh, so so you have a unique perspective of being the older sibling and the younger sibling yes i do yeah so you so you do understand what it means um but yeah just to reinforce reinforce that is um the things that you say in those those moments will completely change the direction of their lives so choose your words carefully (laughs) is all i'm gonna say um but yeah that's the sibling talk um and your sibling hanya is actually supposed to be here around what time is it yeah what time is it uh it is 806. Has she said anything? She was supposed to be. Let me see. Oh, she said, oh, I have a meeting. Man, she cannot come anymore. Why are you talking like that? Man, oh, I, I have a meeting. She oh, cannot I'm come anymore. She said. Oh. She said, I forgot I have a meeting. Man. So she can't come at all? Let me ask. Hey. Um, but yeah, she was supposed to join us for... Uh, episode two of the podcast we were going to record both episodes right now um how far are we we are at 43 minutes i am going to go ahead and check on the camera oh yes um another intermission another intermission let's go find let's go find what song is that oh never mind where are you starting? Um, up to you.
unfortunately, there is a technical difficulty, so we will reconvene after this break and a short message from our sponsor. <clears throat> Welcome back uh, to the Germinating Podcast. Um, thanks for listening to our sponsor and for bearing with us through our technical difficulties and our short, brief intermission. Um, I completely forgot to review what we were talking about. I was about to say, I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> completely forgot to review what we were talking about right before this. Um, the question was, yeah, let's see. It was how to be a sibling and what does it mean? Let's just summarize it. What did we say? What did we say? Um, we talked about our level of care, our level of maturity, our different dynamics, mm-hmm. our... The growth, um, like once the, the younger ones get get older, the dynamic does, it changes, um, the maturity levels, that kind of thing. Um, what was the second part? What does it mean? Does I think that's what it was. I was about to ask you that question. What does it mean for you to be a sibling? What does it Interpret mean? Interpret that however you want. It's a big question to ask you on the spot, but. Yeah, I genuinely can't really. Nothing, nothing comes answer. to mind. Nothing comes to what mind. Other than that, mean? like what we've already mentioned, just being a role model, being a figure for them, being just being there. That's very true. That's very true. Thank you for that insight. Um, there is what else? What else did I have in here? Uh, oh no, that was a topic for Hania. Uh, but I actually let's let's just talk about. I think no, because he might be on that one too. <laughs> okay, okay. We will see about that. Um, but there is, let's, I mean, I was thinking, let's just talk about, um, the podcast itself. Since this is the very first episode, we probably should have done, done this at the beginning, but that's okay. Um, the very first episode, thoughts on the podcast, uh, the direction it's heading, maybe. Um, we did, I, we just did just talk about it a little bit off camera. Um, let's just go over that again. Um, so I was saying, oh, so you were, what was your question? The thing you asked first? Um, my question was. It was like, how many times? Oh, you said, you said, how many times? Will I be on this podcast? Yeah. And then I was saying that it really, I think it really just depends on the ideas. Um, if I feel like I have I've come up with some good topics for us to talk about that would specifically, I think your insight would be good on or better than other people, then I would bring you on. Um, so if anyone else is interested on being on this podcast, please reach out to me and I will take all inquiries very seriously. Um, and if you cannot meet with me in person, I do have a, a video call kind of thing um i mean okay yeah it, it is a video call but it's like it's its own specific software um application whatever that we can use for a good um recording session so please let me know we can do it online and we can do it in person um this is my bedroom we are recording in my bedroom so if you do not do not live within a driving distance of me we can definitely do that um recording um yeah uh and then so the next thing was uh i would also like to actually interview people because right now it's just me and my friends just talking about random stuff but i would like to interview um you know maybe like leaders of certain organizations or uh people that are specialized in specific things um you know talk about their specific experiences their knowledge um you know but to to learn to grow to learn and grow a little bit and to help other people learn and grow and give other people insight that um you know might benefit from this kind of knowledge and then the other thing is i am thinking about just having a little bit more of an artistic thing where uh it'll just be me talking on the mic for like two to three minutes um i'm thinking about calling it reminders um 
because I think, you know, especially for someone in my position, you know, 20 years old, um, still kind of a child, doesn't really know too much about life. I think there isn't too much insight that I could really give to a lot of listeners, but I do think there are a lot of good reminders um, that I could give. So that's another thing that I was uh, thinking about um, doing is just that, that little reminder thing. We'll see how that goes. And then the other one is the comedy section of this podcast. Um, right now, this is the more serious section where we're doing <clears throat> more uh, interviews and um, kind of just talking about random topics with my friends. Um, but yes, I do want to also include the comedy section. So what was that in review? I said comedy section. I said um, reminders. I said uh, interviewing people. Interviewing people. Oh, and then also just uh, some. sometimes I'll just talk about myself, like just 20, 30 minutes, short ones, because it does get boring to listen to me. But um, just talking about very interesting topics. Oh, I just had another good one. I'm going to write this down. Q&As. People can ask me questions and I will answer them. And we'll just go like that um, about me, about my life, about other things. Um, just random things, I guess. Um, and yes, of course, if you would like to be on this podcast, please uh, reach out to me in any way you know how. Um, I will attach my Instagram to uh, all of these links, hopefully, if it uh, Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts and YouTube let me, then I will do that. And you can send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, otherwise, I think that's about it. Any closing remarks? Any final thoughts? And then, uh, I had one thought. It's yes. just um, similarly, similarly, how you said we should do Q&As, um, I think you guys should comment or just reach out to Samir on his Instagram handle or anything at SamirRC. Yes, but yes, by the way, at Samir.RC, S-A-M-E-E-R.RC. That's my Instagram. Instagram handle. Um, or you can email me at, what's my email? I think it's germinating podcast at gmail.com or germination podcast. Just pick one. Just email to both. I'll get it some way. Right. One thing I was going to say is you guys should, if you guys have any ideas we should talk about, not only questions about the podcast, like any good ideas you should talk about, anything you want us to, like anything that you experience and you want, you want our take on it. I feel yes. like you shouldn't let Samir know. Maybe we can pull someone back who has similar experiences, mm-hmm. see how they think about it, see how you guys relate huge huge i actually i think that's a great idea i would love to see what you guys want to see uh in the future of this podcast this is just episode one kind of just testing grounds really <clears throat> not anything formal not anything i might just completely change this format by episode two where who knows um might not wear a suit um we'll see <laughs> might yeah. keep wearing the suit we will see um yeah i don't know if i told you guys this but um samir asked me to come over to record episode one so i thought <laughs> We were just going to be talking to these mics, and I came in pajamas and a hoodie. And Samir is in a full three-piece suit that he would wear to a wedding with jewelry and watches and <laughs> his okay, hair yeah. tied up. It looks very formal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, I do like to. I do dabble. I do partake. Partake. In a mild amount of tomfoolery. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Biggest thing is, you know, let us know your questions, your comments, your concerns, and what you want to see in the future of this podcast. Um, and if you have any thoughts or ideas, or if you would just like to be on this podcast, or if you would like to recommend someone else for this podcast, um, really anything. Just hit me up with anything. And uh, anything else? No, I think that is all. You want to shout anybody out? Shout yourself out. Shout out your own Instagram. Shout my, my own Instagram? Okay, sure. I'll shout my own Instagram. My Instagram is a dot y a a n r a j a, Ayan Raja. That's my name. Mm-hmm. With the dot after the first a. With the dot after the first a. 
Yes. Um, yep, that's your Instagram. Anything else you want to shout out? Instagram. No, that is all I have. Just Any shout people? out to Samir for his... Oh, thank you. Yes, I've shouted him out for... He brought me on episode one of this podcast <laughs> for reasons I kind of know, kind of don't know. But um, I like to, like, very appreciative of... I got you. ...of going through this journey. Right now, we're at a very chill stage in the podcast. It's nothing, you know, very chill, very low-key. We're, we're, like you said, it's kind of testing grounds for it. Mm-hmm. And but I hope this actually becomes something that like like a like a full project. Maybe we work on it for a year, maybe longer, maybe just Inshallah. Just, inshallah. Me maybe too. start making money from it, maybe just Hey, who knows? He needs that. Uh, <laughs> hey, come on, man. He's a little unemployed. Don't let him know. Don't let him know. I look like, rich in like, the suit. He might, he might, he might be in a suit. suit, but but he's unemployed. <laughs> actually I just got the DoorDash thing today. So oh yes. Technically he did. Yeah, barely employed. He works at DoorDash. Um, no hate to DoorDash people. <laughs> but he's like half employed yeah um I, there was something i was gonna say i completely forgot uh but yeah that's pretty much everything uh thanks for listening uh Thank we, we hope that you have enjoyed this podcast um again any any questions comments concerns please leave them wherever you can and don't forget uh, to hit the like button and subscribe oh hell yeah hell yeah subscribe follow the podcast on spotify follow it on apple podcasts um Follow me on YouTube uh, at Germinating Podcast. Uh, or no, at Germinating with Samir. That's what it says what I have on YouTube. And with TikTok, is also, it is also at Germinating with Samir. No content on those yet, but they will be coming soon once the first couple episodes are published. Um, inshallah, I'll be making content, content on those. So follow me on the TikTok. Follow me on the YouTube. Uh, I don't have a Twitter. I hate Twitter. Um, Facebook. I also hate Facebook. What else Facts. is there? Um, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Snapchat. Everyone knows I don't have Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> Samir, why don't you have Snapchat? Don't ask me this question. <laughs> Not on the podcast. He got banned. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then that's it. And then Instagram is just my own personal Instagram. I will probably be making a germinating uh, Instagram. As of right now, it does not exist. Um, once it does, it will probably exist before the second episode. I will probably make it at germinating with Samir. But, you know, double check, follow up with the um, second episode. You'll have to stay tuned for the second episode to see what my Instagram stay is. Tuned. <laughs> Uh, but yes, that's it. Uh, thank you all for listening. And, um, thank you all, and thank you, Samir, for hosting this podcast. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, okay, Thanks. last thing is just to recite Surah Al Asr. Okay, Surah Al Asr. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. Oh, assalamu alaikum. <laughs>